Gee, hello there, and welcome to the Fox Den. Nistu Anagok Biksipidaki. I am Andrea Truejoy Fox, your host for Talks with a Fox. I'm happy you have joined me on this colorful adventure of self-discovery and lifelong learning. Throughout my journey, I have met some amazing human beings who are living inspirational and intentional lives as they fulfill their purpose and share their gifts with the world. I am excited to share these conversations with you, as well as some stories from my life as a Blackfoot woman, Nitsitabiaki, and as a teacher and artist who is navigating through this exciting and beautiful world we live in, challenges and all. So grab a tea or coffee and get ready to feel inspired as you reflect on your own exciting journey and your connection to the world. We are in this together, and there is so much for us to learn and share. Let's do this. Be sure to stop by our Instagram page at Talks with the Fox Podcast and our Facebook page as well at Talks with the Fox Podcast, and of course, our Buzzsprout website. And that way, you can always keep up with all the updates. It means so much to me that you are on this journey with us. Hello, everybody. Happy Friday. I have the lovely Paula Neponce, who is Anishinaabekwe from Atikmekshing Anishinaabek in Ontario. And Paula is a designer, educator, and entrepreneur. She holds a Bachelor of Arts, Bachelor of Education, and a Master of Education. And she does many other wonderful things and wears many important hats as well, such as being a mother to four children. She's also a wife as well. And we're really looking forward to having Paula today as part of our wellness series. So welcome, Paula. Ani, bonjour. So good to be here. Thank you for making time because I know you are a very busy lady and we're just so glad you could join us for the wellness series. I picked you because I had wanted to have a conversation with you previously. And as we started developing our season two concepts, I was thinking, okay, Paula has so much to offer. Seeing your background and watching the wonderful messages you put out there through your website and through social media, I thought, okay, where would she fit as we do our series? There's so many places I could see you contributing to different series, but I thought, you know what? Wellness, I think, is a great place because wellness touches on all areas of our lives. And knowing the experience that you have, Paula, I just thought it would be so enriching to have you. So thank you for coming on today. Thank you so much. It's an awesome place for me because uh, that's one thing that I've always wanted to talk about was our wellness as Anishinaabe, as Indigenous people. That's one thing that I've come to learn that we all have to work on no matter what where we are in our lives. So uh, it's great. It's a great uh, topic for me. <laughs> oh, that makes me so happy. <laughs> Okay, Paula, let's start off with talking about your background in education because I'm a teacher myself and I always love connecting with other educators. So tell us about your education journey. Thank you. I started my education journey when I was a young girl, actually. And I always tell the story because um, it's actually, when I look at it now, it's kind of funny because when we were young, we'd always uh, uh, play with my friends and things like that. And we would play school. 
and I would always be the teacher and I would uh, sit at the front and we'd do little games or whatever, however I felt what we should do that day. But uh, I never let anybody else be the teacher. So uh, they kind of not played with me after a while or they didn't want to play school anymore because uh, nobody else was the teacher. So I, uh, I always remember that and, and thank my friends for always uh, letting me be the teacher back then. <laughs> so uh, that was, uh, I think, my beginning of uh, thinking about education and, and how I wanted to um, be there in the classroom and also talk about education with our own people. Um, so, But I never actually was uh, wanting to be a teacher right away. Like, I went to university. I actually wanted to look at being in in uh, politics and sort of uh, being a leader that way. So I went to school for political science and I wanted to learn about the system and, you know, put myself in there and make change. But I quickly realized that's not how, how I really felt comfortable to make change. So um, I went back to school to be a teacher and I went uh, later in life, I uh, went to Nipsting university and uh, got my bachelor of education but I, I actually realized really quickly that I don't like the system. <laughs> I don't really appreciate how um, not only Indigenous kids, but all kids have to, uh, like, you know, how we're told to learn. And, and it's very linear. It's very box. And um, for me personally, like many people value that. But for me, I just didn't want to put myself in there. So after that, I dedicated myself to uh, help our own people become strong, teach our own ways, learn about our own ways, learn about our language, how we could put that into place for our kids rather than uh, having to go to um, uh, the public system, which we all have maybe or haven't, but uh, it's definitely part of our, our, our education. So during my master's uh, that's what I really focused on and looked at how we could do it. I, I learned about so many different, uh, you know, systems of education, not just public, but private, uh, mm -hmm. you know, the models of education, you know, Montessori, Waldorf, all these kinds of things. And I immersed myself in that still to this, this day. So uh, that's really my journey. Um, and now um, I want to open my own school. <laughs> I read that. From what I understand, you want to build an Indigenous school for elementary age children? Mm -hmm. So that's my plan here. I live in uh, the capital city of Ottawa, you know, unceded, on ter uh, unceded territory of the Algonquins. And we don't have uh, like that sort of um, for elementary kids. And, and it's not really anywhere in Canada that I could. That's solely uniquely coming from indigenous people yes school boards have done a lot of work across canada which mm -hmm. is great but at the same time we haven't really opened our own things open our own schools open our own ways of doing things so that's what i want to do here um yeah i couldn't agree more paula we need that in these urban environments if you think of all our 
Indigenous populations. They're on the rise and our children are seeking that. Mm-hmm. I've worked in public education. I was a district principal and I can tell you the need is there for us to create our own programming for our children and our youth. They really need that. So this is so great. I know that you're going to bring this to life and I'm sure it's going to set a pathway for other Indigenous leaders who are looking at doing the same thing, creating a school for our children. Yes, exactly. I just had a conversation like just earlier today with a woman who opened her own forest school uh, I don't know if you're familiar with that, but the outdoor education kind of thing, and it's called Forest Schools, and, uh, and it kind of makes me laugh thinking like, well, you know, we were the originators of Forest Schools. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I just wanted to see how, you know, what were her process was and how, like, that's what's kind of the work I'm doing now is to make sure, like, how are other things being done? Because unfortunately, we do have to follow some sort of, you know, provincial rules. Um, so I'm just fleshing all that out now and um yeah and it's gonna happen i you know it took me a while i did have some community meetings here in ottawa and it was wonderful there were a lot of people that came out and expressed interest and saying yes we need that and they want to have their kids involved so um i know it's there and i know we need it it's just a matter of doing the work which obviously we all know it takes lots of uh, (laughs) time and energy Yes. And helping hands. But I know that the people support you and I think that's incredible. I, I'm really looking forward to seeing your school open. And I know out this way, out West, there's been talk of people in our Indigenous communities seeking out other options. So this could very well set others up for success. Like, you know what, they were able to do it in Ottawa. So it's possible for us to do it here. So do you have like a committee that you work with? Who is your support with that? Well, it was actually um, myself and another uh, woman here in Ottawa that uh, we decided to go about doing the community meetings. Um, And then it it dwindled down because, you know, a lot of people don't really want to do that kind of work. They'll send their kids, but they don't really want to do, you know, like the administrative and kind of get the stuff going. So uh, it has dwindled down about uh, three or four people, which is amazing. That's sometimes all you need. Yes. Uh, So I, uh, um, I go back to them regularly and they're, and they're kind of just waiting for me to say, okay, uh, what are we doing? Let's do it. And they're there and they're just waiting. So it's mainly really me who's, I guess a lot of fear, you know, there's a lot of fear that, um, that I have about it. Uh, you know, what if they don't come? What if I don't get money? How are we going to, you know, like all those kinds of things really the fear that I have. (laughs) Well, that's natural, but it sounds like you have a great plan and I wish you many blessings with that. Miigwech, miigwech. Okay. So I want to know about Andres clothing, which for our listeners, that is Paula's business, clothing and accessories business called Andres clothing and goods. So tell us about that. So along with all my other things, (laughs) I actually (laughs) own a business and it's called Andres clothing and goods. So uh, back in 2008, I started out, um, you know, it was when Facebook sort of came about and I seen a lot of people talking about, uh, you know, I'm on the res, you know, you know, writing their little uh, posts saying I'm on the res and I'm going to the res or I'm from the res or like just those short little words. And I'm like, on the res, on the res, and I'm thinking, oh my God, that would be perfect on a t-shirt, like on the res, like just plain like that. So I, <laughs> 
put the word together and I branded it as my business and I put it on t-shirts. I got a logo ready and just went with it. And uh, I've been doing it for like, well, 2008. So um, I don't even know what it is, 2021. So it's almost 10, 10, 11 years, I guess. Um, but it was always off and on. Uh, I branched out to different things this year. Uh, well, the last couple of years I've done uh, candles. Um, I'm doing some coffee uh, brand, coffee brand under my brand. So, uh, but I do a lot of the silk screening myself. So I do um, a lot of the making, like I make everything. And that's important to me is uh, being a craft person and, and having pride in the work that I do. And Andres is about uh, being proud of where you come from, no matter where you live. So I, I live in Ottawa now, but my home was always in, it will always be in a Tikmekshing. So uh, it's always about having that connection to that place. Yes, that is so important to our identities and the work that we do. And that is so cool. I love that. And I went on to your website, paulanapance.com. Mm-hmm. I just want to say that I love your opening and I'm just going to read that here if you don't mind. Mm -hmm. Paula's intro is, I am Paula Naponce. I am honored that you are here. Welcome to the best times of your life and remember that you have all your gifts that you need to become your best self. I just love that. We need to remember that about ourselves. Too often I think we criticize ourselves and we get hard on ourselves or life's challenges can really weigh us down, but I really love that. It just speaks to the world of wellness that we really can heal ourselves. And I love your dear Indigenous woman posts, by the way, for our listeners. Many of you may know Paula through her business and also through her dear Indigenous woman posts, which is shared all over Instagram. And I love reading those messages. I love the one that you wrote two days ago, and I'll just share that. Dear Indigenous woman, you don't have to please anyone or everyone. The only one who needs the attention is you. Follow your path. It is the right one. I love that so much. I mean, (laughs) as women, we need those reminders. So can you tell me about your wellness world? Well, the Dear Indigenous one, I'm glad that you brought that up because I wanted to say that um, those things I say to myself, like I, um, I do those things daily to remind myself of all those beautiful things that I have, uh, to remind myself that I am, um, special, unique. I have all these things that I could offer this world. So I write those things to remind myself. And so one day I, I actually, I was inspired by something else and I thought, you know what, I'm going to write to everyone and say the same things I say to myself. And I know yeah. they'll, they probably think the same. So that's uh, where that came from. And they have been so wonderful. So many, I get so many messages from women saying, I just needed to hear this. And that makes me feel so good because, you know, like you said, uh, as women, as indigenous women, we have so much going on. Like we're moms, we're business women, we're teachers, we're, you know, we're leaders. We, plus we have, you know, pressure from our own people to be these things so it's like we just have to remember that this is our path and and we don't have to please everyone else but it's about what you want to do and how you're going to do it so um yeah that's uh but uh I always didn't believe that about myself to be honest um it took a lot of uh really a lot of personal growth um so um yeah 
It's a journey for sure. Yes. I love that. I think it's just more powerful when you hear it from another woman. And like you said, I'm glad you brought that up. It's really that self-talk, that inner dialogue that we have constantly going that honestly, sometimes I wonder when it will turn off or you kind of have to turn it off, give the mind a rest. But these affirmations are just incredible. And it got me thinking how even these messages of positive affirmation and truths about ourselves can also be proactive tools for even suicide prevention. Mm -hmm. It just got me thinking of maybe somebody who was really in a hard place and reading those messages can really be life-saving. I want to say that because if a person reads that message and they say, you know what, somebody else is feeling this way, or I needed to remember this about myself. Yeah, your messages are powerful, Paula, and they come from a really beautiful and strong place. And if I could take a moment um, to tell you a little bit about where I came from to get here. Um, so you mentioned it earlier in my intro that I am a wife. Um, I, I, I I was a wife, I guess. Uh, in 2018, I did lose my husband uh, in a car accident. So um, that was a real life-changing thing. And um, I had to come from a deep place to get to where I am today. And I'm still struggling every day with the loss, with being a widow, with being... Um, you know, trying to live a good life for my kids, for myself, and honoring his legacy is another sort of whole other issue. But um, for me to get to here and to talk to you about it today was is a beautiful, beautiful journey for me, and but also very, very sh- a big struggle. And um, so I appreciate uh, being here for sure, like and being able to tell the message that um, you know. It's a lot of work, but um, as long as we do it together, we could uh, get to some beautiful places. So, um, yeah, that's where I, I wanted to mention that. And First of all, thank you for sharing that. And my heart goes out to you. And I'm so sorry that you have gone through this and are going through this incredible loss. I really love how you talk about carrying on your husband's legacy work and spirit. Can you tell us about your husband? Sure. Uh, and I love talking about him too, because mm-hmm. he knows so much about our life and I'm okay to talk about it now too. Uh, for a long time, I didn't uh, want to really talk about it at all because it's a devastating part, but um, he was a Cree man. He was from uh, Northern uh, Ontario in James Bay. Uh, he was very strong in where he come from. He was uh, a leader. He spoke so much about his community and where he came from he spoke about the elders he had so much knowledge he was language holder um so i learned so much from him uh we did meet later in 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 our lives but um he lived a life of powwow he was a powwow singer he brought the drum to his community he did so much for his uh community and for for a lot of people so i always uh appreciate that he was able to be in my life and we had children together so uh i have two his two little boys and and we uh, talk about him every day we i tell him as much as i can about him every day so uh he, he, he was a beautiful light in this world. That's for sure. Wow. <laughs> that's so powerful. And what a great way to honor him and continue that connection. 
Mm-hmm. I just want to say this, Polly, you're such a strong, incredible, resilient woman. And our women, as we think about the things that we go through and then hearing your story, I know there will be others out there listening and thinking about the challenges they've gone through. And it's like, wow, Paula's been through that and here she is. She's still going and she's thriving and sharing her gifts with the world. And like you said, that's what helps us to keep going. That's amazing. One of the things that I do um, every day is I light a candle and I and I hope uh, this little message can get across is uh, I light a candle every morning and I talk to the ancestors. I uh, I talk to them and I, especially my husband mainly, but you can speak to whoever you want. But I, I talk to him every day and I tell him this light's for you. This light is, uh, you know, the light that I have and it will always be burning for you. And you'll also, you also gave us this light to live for every day. And that's, this is our fire for our home. This is our fire in our hearts for all of us. So I believe in the power of a candle and, um, I actually made candles because of that. <laughs> Wow. Candles. So uh, the fire is very important for me anyway. And I, I light it every day and the kids know to that. You didn't light the candle yet or, you know, <laughs> like that. So it's something that I do every morning. So uh, it's something that uh, I invite any, anyone to do because it's, it's a very powerful uh, sort of morning uh, process that that you could do. Wow. That's beautiful. And thank you for sharing that. I know others will be remembering this. And Mm -hmm. I really love that. Again, it speaks to our candles within ourselves. We have to do things that keep our candles burning within us to not let things dim our candle. That's beautiful. I'm wondering, what are the best resources that have helped you along your journey in life? Well, the the past, um, like going through this grief journey that I'm still on, uh, one of the strongest things for me was to uh, ask for help. Um, I went to um, like a group, sort of grief uh, group here in Ottawa. It was not non-Indigenous, but at the same time, we all went through the same kind of uh, loss. So having that little group together was uh, so important. People understood what the feelings were and you didn't have to explain yourself so it's opening up to ask for help is one of the big things and um and there's no shame in that at all there's no shame in asking or even telling people about where you come from and some of the things that are happening um so i think that's one of the big things is finding that help and um telling people like don't be afraid to say you know i'm hurting today or today's not a good day or you know i think i'm just going to sit down here and I'm just going to sit away or I'm going to take a walk or things like that. Learn to just take yourself away from, you know, just to be within you. And that took a while to get there. Like I wasn't always like that. I I kept myself to myself. I kept myself, um, you know, thinking I was strong, think I don't need anybody or thinking I could just do everything on my own. But um, asking for help is number one. And, um, getting your body moving. So, you know, a lot of times me and my kids just dance around and do sort of crazy things and, you know, <laughs> walk for walks and just enjoying, enjoying fresh air, being together, just laughing, you know, like those kinds of things are so important to me. And that's what really helped me through a lot of the hard times. Yes. When we hear about wellness, that's a term that even now more so, I think people are really grasping and trying to understand what it means and practice it from your 
perspective and your knowledge and experience, how would you describe wellness? For me, wellness is um, acting or acknowledging your your own self. So it's like if I, you know, looking at where you're at and and acknowledging that 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 your path is really what you decide. So if you feel like you, you need to do things, then you need to look at what's best for you. So if you, you know, want to eat better then you know, small steps, one thing at a time is one thing too, is, is for me is wellness and to look at, um, all parts of you, you know, as Indigenous people, Nishnabek, we, uh, you know, have that medicine wheel. We can use those tools to help us. So the medicine wheel is a beautiful tool that we all could use for our body, mind, spirit, emotion. So find that balance, you know, there's all kinds of things that, and it helps you to, um, you know, move forward. So, if, you know, you can plan out for your body, plan out things for your mind. So it helps you organize your own thoughts, your own feelings. There's so much uh, that we have as a Anishinaabek that we could use for our own healing. So wellness to me is, you know, knowing with what you have and that's your, uh, those are your gifts as a Anishinaabek or Cree or wherever you come from, you, you have those gifts. So, uh, and use them and don't be afraid to use them. You know, I was afraid to smudge for a long time thinking, oh, only certain people do that. But um, no, everyone could use that. You could offer tobacco. You can use smudge. You can use your traditional tools that were given, like sing your songs. There's nothing stopping you. You you need to do that for yourself. Um, so, and I smudge every day too. So I work with the that candle, like I talked about earlier, and the smudge mm-hmm. because those were given to me to use. So, and it helps. You know, it certainly helps. So, wellness to me is. Just acknowledging that you have everything you need. It's just a matter of, you know, compart, you know, finding those compartments and, and bringing out those things. So there's lots of things in this world to live for. And there's lots of these things in this world to uh, use for your, your own personal self. That's so true. And what a powerful message. You're a book of knowledge, Paula. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And a book of affirmations. You're a walking <laughs> affirmation. <laughs> I love that. I know that speaks to the work that you do out in the communities because you're living it. You're not just talking and teaching about it, but you're living it. And I love how in your biography, you talk about your four children who inspire you every day and who are also teachers of life and love. And as a teacher, it's those students, those little people those young people, they are also teachers too. And that really connected with me when I was reading your biography. Well, it's so true. And I've learned that about, uh, like I've had four children and and my journey with my children have been different for each one. Um, But um, it's these last little boys here, these last little boys, my (laughs) last batch, I kind of (laughs) say. they've been and you know it's just letting them be who they are is a big thing like as a parent you want to sort of make sure that they're they come out at the certain way but at the same time to learn from them and let them show you to laugh they'll show you you know that's not really good I'm not going to do that or you know and just letting them learn like I don't want to eat that like why because I don't like it and then you know like so then you're they're teaching they're learning you're learning from them because they're they're showing you that they don't like it they don't want it 
So you can do the same thing. If you don't like it, you don't have to do it. <laughs> yes. So it's simple things like that, that we take, that we could take from children. Oh, yes. So many teachings in that, but you're also letting them know that they can make those choices for themselves because at times, you know, children have to do things they don't feel comfortable doing. And yet, like you said, as adults, we're like, well, you have to do this. Wow. I really love your approach to parenting. I think that's beautiful. And we need to continue to see more of that. I'm starting to see some conversations and dialogue around that of if your child doesn't feel comfortable doing something or being around someone that we need to acknowledge that and we need to support them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Of course, as parents, we put limits and we, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> all that. Like, I'm not saying just let them do whatever, but at the same time, you know, there's things that they teach us that we have to really take serious and not just because we don't like it doesn't mean that we have to tell them to do it or whatever, you know, like, they're just little kids. <laughs> I think writing a book on parenting might be <laughs> somewhere down your pathway. <laughs> well, maybe. I don't know. I I try and, like, I, you know, coming on here today, I'm thinking, okay, what am I going to talk about? Like, uh, sometimes I don't feel like I have something to say, but at the same time, I, I come to the to the the truth that I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a parent, a single parent at that, and I'm an educator. So those are the three things I stick with these days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Among the other million jobs that come within those three things. <laughs> yes. Wow. Well, you are a true warrior woman. It's so telling of the strength that our women have and that medicine that we hold as women. And just tapping into that is our greatest gift I think we can give ourselves. And dear Indigenous woman is a reminder of that. You know, I, I see the responses that women share or are being shared throughout in our communities on social media. And it's just women are connecting with that because we know we walk that path. Yes, for sure. Okay. So you said you have two little boys. Tell me about your other two children. So I have a teenager, 17 year old daughter and a 26 year old daughter. So I have kids from 26 to seven years old. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Plus stepkids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, hey, you know what? You have survived the teenage years with your first one. So. <laughs> yes. And they were girls at that. They say girls uh-huh. a little bit different, but I don't know. I don't know what boys are like. So we'll have to see what, uh, how this girl turns out. But. Um, I've learned a lot. That's for sure. Um, being a mother and a single parent is very trying and, and I've leaned a lot on my kids. You know, I ask them a lot of things. What do you think? Like, how should we do this? Do you like this? Or, you know, letting them help in some of the choices. Obviously I have to make some big choices, but you know, they, they're part of our family and that's my little family, like five, five of us. Well, it was five of us, but, uh, uh, you know, me and my four kids, it's five now, but it was six, sorry. Um, so it's five of us now. And, um, you know, we just live, live every day, mm-hmm. <laughs> live every day. Like, you know, give it all every day and do what you can. 
<laughs> Talking to you, I find I get these images of the people that I have conversations with on here and or symbols, things that just really come to mind. And when you talked about a candle, you are like the warmth of a candle, Paula. There's a calmness to you and as you're sharing your stories and there's a comforting feeling and I know this is our first time meeting, so to speak, but we've really brought a calmness to our conversation and I really appreciate that and I can say that's definitely one of your gifts that you have. Mm, miigwech, miigwech. It's nice to hear. Speaking of your wellness tips, I wanted to come back to that because I mentioned your website, paulanapont.com. Mm-hmm. talks about the work that you do. Do, including facilitation and workshops, as well as the scrolls. And I won't get into that too much because I know our listeners are going to check out your webpage there, but I do want to talk about the wellness tip, your description of helping Indigenous women leaders overcoming obstacles to be confident that they are living their best life. If someone brings you into the community and that's an area of focus, what would that look like? Well, uh, for me, um, it's probably um, my wellness tips would be to. Um, like personally, I do a morning routine. So every day I do certain things and that, and I, uh, really stick to that. So I talked about my smudging and then the, the candle, but really being able to say a few things to the spirit or whoever you want to talk to, just make sure that you're always talking. Um, and to get exercise, like I'm not, uh, the fittest person in the world, but I try and get out and walk every day, move your body. Like I said, even if you're just, you know, uh, dancing with your kids or dancing with your husband or partner, whoever dance, you know, like uh, that's dancing is a part of who we are, you know, as indigenous people, we always have a good beat to something. So, uh, that's a good, uh, thing to do. Um, and also, uh, doing a lot of reading or, or talking to people, like getting your thoughts out, drawing, writing, you know, really working on, you know, letting your stories shine. Like you have a story, don't be afraid to tell it, whether it be in art or writing or song, or, you know, we have traditional songs, we have all kinds of ways to express it and don't ever be afraid of that. And to also, you know, connect with your spirit. So like, you know, looking at um, talking to the ancestors, talking to those spirits of the trees, the land, like, you know, we're very spiritual people and accepting that and honoring that. So I think those are my main wellness activities and tips and uh, all things that uh, you can do on your own. And, you know, you don't need anyone really to uh, tell you how to do it because it, it's all about what you need and what you want. Wow. Very important ways to be in this world. Thank you for sharing those. I'm taking notes here too. And I'm just like, wow, this is great. And so many great reminders and messages for all of us, our women and anyone who's listening to this, whether you're Indigenous or not, those are all very important ways to support yourself. Thank you for sharing these wellness tips. Thank you. That's uh, they're tried and true because I I do those things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We are going to move into the final four, Paula. We're already there. I'm just like, wow. wow. <laughs> I could listen to your voice all day. You have a very soothing spirit. I'm sure your family, friends, and people who've worked with you can attest to that as well. All right. The final four is I ask you four questions here at the end and. If you can answer them with the first thing that comes to mind, and it's not a test, (laughs) 
<laughs> it's just four quick questions. Okay. Okay. So the first one is, what is the most interesting thing you've seen or read this week? Probably a magazine called Where Women Create. Oh, okay. And anything in particular there that stuck out to you? Well, it's all about um, women and their creative spaces that they they work in. So I, I that's my sort of jam. So I like to read. It really atten- I get gets my attention to see other people's spaces, and I get ideas and things like that to uh, to fix my own space and to make it comfortable for me. How cool! I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what gives you peace? What gives me peace is uh, driving with my music, (laughs) my (laughs) own music. uh, That gives me, sometimes not even music, but just going for a drive um, in my own, with myself, (laughs) by myself, (laughs) uh, gives me peace. And uh, sometimes I don't need even play music, but um, just driving and and taking that time for myself, because I I do need that. And Mm -hmm. that seems to be the only time I can. Mm, I love that. Even if it's to the grocery store. (laughs) Good for you. Yes. You need some Paula time too. And I'm so happy to hear that you give that to yourself. Okay. What is one of your favorite meals to make? One of my favorite meals to make, um, to be honest, I like to make a good pot of chicken soup, uh, with bannock, um, it doesn't always turn out the greatest, but I love making it. I know I just love the fact that you can make this beautiful, delicious dinner out of one pot. So, and you feed like a whole bunch of people. Not that I do that, but it's a big pot and it could last you a couple of days. And bannock, like, oh, I mean, you know, reminds me of my mom and my family. And my husband used to make beautiful bannock. I'm not the greatest, but I still, uh, I still make it and it's starting to get better. So I think that for me, my favorite meal to make. Mm, Yummy. It's almost lunchtime over here. So (laughs) you're making me hungry. (laughs) Attached to that little question there, what do you like to put on your bannock? What are some toppings you like to use? Oh, I just love lots of butter and jam, like raspberry sweet jam. (laughs) (laughs) Cheap jam from... From the grocery store. Mm, I love that. Yummy. I'm with you on that. (laughs) Okay, final question. Can you please finish the sentence? Wellness is? Wellness is being who you are when you need to be. Yes. That's beautiful. Sorry, go on. No, I'm like, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. (laughs) Yes. Okay. That's got to go in the dear indigenous woman. (laughs) Just a very important reminder for all of us to remember that. And especially in those moments of doubt or challenge. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's been such a joy to talk with you, Paula. And I'm so grateful that we have connected and I look forward to staying connected and continuing to see the beautiful, powerful journey that you're on and the gifts that you share with the world. Thank you for doing the work that you do. And I know that you're raising your children to be that next generation of leaders, of healers, of curious beings who are already sharing their gifts with the world. Thank you so much for coming on today, Paula. I love talking to you. 
Miigwech. It was such a pleasure. I I love talking about um, ways that we could always make our life better, you know, live that good life, the Minopamatsuin. That's what we've always been told about. So I think the good life is uh, what we all need and we all deserve. So I think uh, it's good to talk about it. It's good to say that we deserve it. It's good to, you know, announce to the world that I'm going to live a good life, you know, no matter what comes to me, you know, that good life is mine. So, you know, it's good to say it and honor that and, and just everyone could say it. So I'm happy to be here. And whenever you want me to come back, I can. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm already making lists here. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we could have her come and talk on this. <laughs> and for our listeners, you can check out Paula's clothing and accessories business on Dores Clothing and Goods at www.ondores.com as well as you can follow her beautiful journey on social media, Instagram. Her handle is at Paula underscore Napance. And that's where you can see all those incredible Dear Indigenous Woman quotes and tips on wellness. And we will place her links in our episode notes as well. You can check out her website and look at perhaps bringing her into your community for the work that she does, paulanapance.com. So it's been a pleasure. And I want to just finish off with one of the Dear Indigenous Woman messages. Dear Indigenous woman, you can do hard things. You can do this. You are an Indigenous woman. Thank you for sharing that, Paula, and thank you for sharing everything and doing the work that you do. Miigwech. Take care.